Ready. Play with the fader. Uh, we are dummies who talk movies. This week we have a very special movie to talk about. I am Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. I'm Aaron. Aaron is here, everybody, and we're going to talk about Netflix's Eurovision Song Contest Dice and Dildos, right? Fire Saga. Oh, Eurovision. It has a longer. What the hell's the actual right? name? It's, uh, your, it's Eurovision. definitely Fire Saga. Eurovision Song. It's Eurovision. Contest, the story of yep. Fire Saga. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ha. So Be Eurovision chill. Song Contest: The Story of Fire Saga, starring Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, Pierce Dan Brosnan. Stevens. Oh. Uh, for sure, Pierce Brosnan's in there, and a bunch of people you might recognize from here and there, like Demi Lovato. And uh, like Graham Norton, Isn't there are a lot of like Gaga, Gaga in there somewhere. I don't. Think yeah, she's so. in a cameo. I think she is. She's at like the end of the uh, Life After Love bit. Lady Gaga. Isn't she? Yeah, isn't she in there during the uh, the song? I can't remember what they called it. Uh, the when song... they ripped off Pitch Perfect. Yeah, oh, the song along. So the, sing, the song along, yeah, the I think song that's along. It. Song along. Yes. Why am I trying to read without At my the glasses? Castle? She's not credited in the credits. Oh, maybe it's not her. I just I thought it was, but I could be wrong. There was a lot of people in that castle. Could have been. Look, I think there was a lot of musicians, weren't there? That like oh, yeah. had cameos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably European musicians. Yeah. Demi Lovato. Yeah, but other than her, there's no nobody that I recognize. Yeah, Even... no, I can't give anybody else. Oh, oh yeah, I'm oh. seeing a lot of uh, Burton Stewart and yeah, Snake. Of... <laughs> Quite comical. Mikael Pierce de Blanc, you know stuff like that. Jaja Ding Dong. Oh yeah, Jaja Ding Dong, baby. I didn't realize how absurdly related to body parts that song was it's about a dick yeah i was <laughs> yeah. like what? what are you talking about song Zha Zha ding dong the, the bar drinking it. song it's about something swelling and spewing dude it's so disturbing did you listen to the words <laughs> not really oh my no, god i didn't either let's pull up them lyrics bro it's... why don't you just play the song okay I'll let me find the song it really is disturbing and you don't realize it the first time you realize it after they keep playing it, and now you it, understand. It's a ten-hour one. I feel like that was one of the. I feel like that was one of the better lines in that movie when he comes out getting mad about playing Zha Zha Jing Dong. He's like, "I've had it up to here with this shit. I can handle what? this much shit, but not this much shit. It's too much shit. I understand." Ah, uh, we're taking a break. It. We'll come back and we'll play Zha Zha Ding Dong. Yeah, yeah. All right, here, yeah, here it is. Pay it. attention Freshen to the lyrics. Two, Thank you. three, four. Could be. When I, feel I can't hear any of that. Your gentle touch, and things are going our way. I wanna spill 
so I you swell. missed that you missed that the first time guys there's a sing-along you can do now <laughs> yeah this on youtube they're doing a sing-along <laughs> the words are bopping and everything I that swell is hilarious and grow yeah yeah they created this for the movie um obviously as a uh. just a joke so that's fun um, really, the lady I thought was uh, Lady Gaga is some Ukrainian singer named Jamala Wan. Uh, oh, Jamala. Yeah, the one oh, named oh, lady okay. down at the bottom of the credits. Okay. Yeah, lots of singers in this movie. Um, Can we talk about the the clothing of this flick? Well, Will oh. Ferrell they, and they Rachel McAdams play childhood friends in a small town in Iceland. Uh, they are not sure if they're brother and sister because <laughs> Pierce Brosnan's been fucking every single woman in that town his whole life. And Dude, he's James Bond. He's like, you see his face. He's so handsome. He's oh handsome my god, he's so hot. Jesus. Gosh, he. You know what I mean? Well. He can double those seven inches in my ass. No, I'm kidding. Um. Oh. I mean, that beard is definitely doing him some justice. He's, it, he's great. I feel like he should come too. back Gosh, as Bond. Dang. Why? Why are we looking for a new Bond when we can just bring back Pierce? Um, just bring back Pierce. He's too old. He's too, it's not that he's too old. <gasps> um, do you think they could do a Picard like that? Like an old James Bond? He he got misheard in his Bond movies, but we can talk about that when we uh, do our other podcast, Bonding with Boogie, when uh, she finally watches Bond movies. Um, oh, is that what all we're waiting for? Yeah. yeah. I want to watch Bond him. so bad. The Bond I didn't Bond know that. In my life. His movies you, are Angel. among the worst because it was in this weird time. And they had to be more Austin Powersy than Austin Powers. It's it's messed up. Focus. But Eurovision. Eurovision. So Rachel McAdams <laughs> and Will Ferrell play Lars Eriksson in Secret Extorder, and they're oh, so childhood friends. They Will Ferrell's mom dies, and at the wake or whatever, the Eurovision Song Contest is on, and he decides that he's going to do go win the contest one day. And everybody laughs. Everybody at him. laughs at him. Yeah, because the kids playing with blocks. It, it's a little bit like a really Zoolander. Old age. Where you know the mm-hmm. father does not approve of that type of thing because it's girly or whatever, um, yeah. and it's it's a broad comedy about these two people. Uh, Rachel McAdams, for whatever reason, is like super in love with Will Ferrell, and he's oblivious. Yeah, for whatever him. reason, the reason is, is because sense. no, the reason she's in love with him is that he accepts her. At least for her oddness, I think. Like, even the elves and the things she says. And she accepts him because of his unwavering passion. Right. No, I get that. But, I mean, it, they're not a match. It's not like <laughs> there's many choices in right. this town either. I guess. And they do and bring it up a lot, how they, she's too good for him. Their clothing choice matches. Well, he like, designs all their clothes. Each other. <laughs> he designs all the clothes and writes their songs. And then, like, the movie sets up that they're the worst, that they suck. Everyone says they're not even going to get a vote. And they <coughs> it's not that they're bad. They, they're they dopes. And the wrong thing. Like, Will Ferrell's such a dope. They're dreamers. <coughs> they're not stuff. dopes. No, but their song isn't necessarily bad. Correct. It's as shitty as all the other songs they played. And I really yeah. liked how the opening to their music... It looks like this amazing music video that they're oh, yeah, recording. The very beginning of the movie. And they're playing keyboards on this cliff, and they got wings. They're wearing ridiculous well, this, this costumes. This is a Gary Sanchez Productions thing that they've been doing for a long time. 
they show you the shit in the trailer and it's not even really in the movie. But it was in the movie and it clues right. you. Not like you think. But it no. gives you this image that this is how they picture themselves. They see themselves so much grander than what they are, but then they're in their basement wearing yeah, these ridiculous they like girls got like a tinfoil Viking right. hat. On. No, no, he's got a like a construction <laughs> hat with horns to yeah, he's got a Viking hat on. <laughs> looking dope yep. balls. Rachel he McAdams did. sitting there. Now, I found it interesting. Will Ferrell does all his singing in this movie. Ooh. Rachel McAdams mm-hmm. does not. She does well, a partial. It's a, it's a good amount of it. Kind of. She, no, it's actually She's... less than you think, Aaron. She sort of does some of it, and all the real singing is done by another lady. Who? And they blended a her Swedish, voice. Or an Icelandic singer. They're, the only song that she, Rachel McAdams sings on her own in its entirety is when she's Practicing. Much later in the movie, yeah, when she's writing that song. Right. Um, but then when she actually, when it's sung later, you can tell that it's it, not her. Yeah, yeah, it's not her. When when she performs it, it's, it's the Icelandic Which I guess Rachel McAdam says she's a okay singer, but she's not yeah. a good enough singer to do like, it's kind of like what happened to that. Rebecca Ferguson in uh, The Greatest Showman. Gotcha. She does, right. She's like, passable, but she's not going to blow everybody away. Like that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, because of some of the songs in that movie, I'm very happy she was not the singer because holy shit balls. Sounded wonderful. Which yeah. movie are we talking yeah. about? Yeah. Eurovision? Okay. Oh, okay. I just had <laughs> mentioned movie another where... movie. <laughs> right. Um, right. Well, I'm trying to stay on topic, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Gotcha. And. So the song that they're doing this fake music video for Double is Trouble? not even no. no, that's not even the song they ever not, do. Correct. So they're Which Volcano Man, Volcano Volcano Man sucks. Protector Man. <laughs> I was so excited for a Volcano Man, dude. I was like, how the hell did I not get Volcano Man? It so, sucks. I'm glad that they didn't go with that one. For sure. Yeah. Why? I wonder why, and maybe we can all take a stab at this, why they made... I, like, I don't know anything about the Eurovision Song Contest. If it's real, if is this it? is actually what it it's like. Real. It is real. The girl who did the singing for Rachel McAdams won it. In, or did, yeah, not Rachel McAdams. The girl who sung for Rachel McAdams won it in 2006 and placed third place. Hmm. Yeah, she won it, it in third place? <laughs> That's a win to everybody. All oh, okay. right, guys. That's um, a win. So... Do is this okay? Every song in this movie blows. <laughs> what the lion every song, song sucks except for I think I think that's supposed that's supposed to be the humor. I don't think it's really right. like that. Is but it, are they playing against something that happens in real life? Because these are all supposed to be original songs. Like is this? I like think a, so. A, well, think of American Idol, man. It's terrible but like the the playing against it the russia there's no there's no gay people in homosexual in, in no, russia no, but you shouldn't run down by american idol they're singing actual songs right I but they're singing, the singing for, the most part, the for the most suck. part these songs they're singing <laughs> for the most part they're singing covers though they're not singing original music i mean there are yeah. some american idol people who do sing original yeah. music but it's not common usually they're covering right. some in I eurovision i believe they're, they are singing original music Correct. in the real competition, 
I don't think it usually sucks like these songs suck. I think they just played that up for the comedy factor. Dan right. Stevens' song might be the worst one. <laughs> The line of love. The line of love. He is so very obviously Uh, gay. Oh, Oh, so fantastic. (laughs) My home country. No, he's not. There's no gay people in Russia. You know, there's no non-binaries. There's no pansexual. Nope. Nope. No. No. They do not exist. Nope. All all Russia. His Russian accent was all over the place too. How did he do it? Oh yeah. Him. He pronoun. Him. He. Him. He pronoun. Some background into this Eurovision. It is a contest that's been broadcasted every year since 1956 with the exception of 2020. It's the longest running television program in the world. Um, The contest winners are determined by voting throughout the history of the countries. So it's not just based on people. Some notable people that have sung and won are ABBA, which is... Okay, yeah, they do mention that. Mention it in the movie. He's got a poster. And Celine Dion. Celine Dion won Eurovision, huh? That's yeah, cool. Yeah, she sang uh, uh, in 1988 uh, for Switzerland. Isn't she Canadian? I don't she know. She sang for Switzerland, I she guess. She sang for Switzerland. Maybe okay. she was born in Switzerland. Maybe. She was living there at the time. Who knows? What I do I am know Celine Dion. <laughs> is the only... <sighs> was Demi Lovato's song even good? I don't even remember. Mm, no, uh, it wasn't bad. She was singing the like, shit out of it, but was it good? Yeah, I don't want to listen to it again. Yeah, okay. I can't, like, even the last song that's supposed to be, like, like drop dead, like, oh, it's stupid as fuck. <laughs> She's singing about what whales What are you shit. talking about? That's bullshit. Dude. I got teary watching that. It's yeah, about yeah. her home. No, 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 that's not what I'm tears saying. going down my damn side of my cheek. It was so good. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> It's not. It carries carries emotional weight because you watch this character for two hours. It's stupid. No, it's about her hometown, and you can't evaluate it because half of it is an Icelandic, and we don't know what they're saying. She could be saying very Uh profound things. Yep, it's still dumb. We disagree. That is fucking (laughs) bullshit. I listened to that song at least four times today. I'm not saying you can't like it, Aaron. What I'm saying is it's bad. It's not bad. I, I just that, I, don't think it I disagree bad. completely with no, you. No, because so if fantastic. you're not watching this movie, if you heard that song out of a fucking bottle, it'd be stupid. It's only no. carries any sort of weight because we watched this movie alone on its own with nothing else. In, you know, in, I'm in thinking it. of the stupid. argument. You know what? I want to argue shit out of you right now, but. Shannon just talked about how she didn't like the Hamilton songs without the context of the actual show. And once you watch the show, the songs are quite a bit cooler. Damn it. I wanted to argue that. That that really might be the case. But I showed the song to my neighbors. Um, we were sitting out there, and she got goosebumps. She said it was absolutely fantastic. So okay. that's sight unseen of the movie. Well, remember, average intelligence in this population means that Half of the people are dumber than you. Did this movie also? <laughs> There's have three some of us. Fairy taleish, like, well, of course the elves, but there was a part in the movie where the whales came yeah, up I and mean, sink. Nice little CG whales. And came We're down, good. but it's mentioned in the song. You know the whales. Yeah, be friends with yep. the whales or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> the- so you don't know the lyrics, but you say it's dumb, huh? Yeah. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, maybe I should uh, throw this out there right now. I didn't like this movie. Apparently. I like yeah. her character. There are parts of it I really liked. What's her name? Uh, Egret, Secret. Secret. 
She always had two cups of something. Yeah. Two cups of coffee. That's for my me? kind of girl. No, it's not for you. They're for me. Walking around. So, I I felt like the movie itself was average. I think Zoolander is a fantastic reference point to it. Maybe even like a Zoolander two point eight. Like it wasn't even as good as two, but it felt <coughs> it felt like the movie itself was just a. This is how Eurovision's best song ever was created, and that was it. It was all a build up to that song and at so many points during the movie i thought if they did this just differently not even if they just completely reworked the scene if they just changed some of the dialogue or didn't go as goofy or went a little goofier the movie could have been so much better like that movie could have been a drama with the two of those people in there it well, could have been an awkward too, comedy. which is which is part of the issue yeah it it's... could have been an awkward drama movie like with a Kristen wig type of movie like a couple that she's put out re- uh, over the last couple of years like it had it was missing just one thing and i feel like it was missing better not well, I think what it's it. missing, um, Aaron, is script. Not, is it was missing a better script too. It's not that it's missing anything; it has too much. It has thirty minutes too much screen time. I think if you tighten this movie no. down and you have maybe less jokes, but keep the ones that it are was good, an hour forty-five in runtime. That's not a problem. Two oh four. I don't know. The only thing is I- that including the credits. Uh, I don't know. It's the runtime of the movie. Yeah, no, the credits were over, I think, over 10 minutes long. So I'm going to say even there, it's about 150 because I ended it and there was still a big chunk and I fast forwarded to see if there was any like hidden scene. So but still, hours, yeah, it's still minutes, long as shit. Still you know, long 90 shit. minutes is where you want to be at with credits, with a comedy for the most part. I know musicals yeah. are a little bit longer, but this isn't technically a musical. They're singing. And I somewhat disagree with you. I don't think it ran too long. When I think about cutting parts from this movie, the... The only thing I would cut would be maybe that love montage where they're in Scotland or wherever they are. But if you cut that, you're you're not seeing their There's so goofiness. much context that's well, in there. There's I'll, so I'll much tell you something the movie actually scenes. does, which a lot of movies have been failing to do, especially Netflix movies and stuff, is especially the movie, the last movie we talked about, which was uh, the Jenna Fisher movie. These characters all have an yeah. arc. Yes. Pierce Brosnan's got an arc. Um, even Dan Stevens' character has like a mini arc. Uh, and both our main characters have an arc. So that is nice to see that there's like some writing going into this movie. But I think its execution is is poor. And that, I think part of the problem is this is Will Ferrell's movie. He's producing it. And he's a legend. So they just let him run on and run on. And they they're just got to use some of it. And he had a lot of funny jokes. I liked it when he's talking about his dick being like a Volvo. That was funny. <laughs> I'm like, but oh then there's other God. stuff he's doing that's not funny. Like, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm gonna fuck everybody. I, what about the I, I hate you Americans? That shit was hilarious. No, I want you to leave. I that was really a good runner, you. you know. But that he he didn't have to go on for that long at the end. And mm-hmm. I think he loves to make people like with his comedy uncomfortable like that. And he loves to see how far he can take it, which is fine. But well, I gotta disagree with some points and agree with some points. I think it doesn't have to be cookie cutter uh, how, an hour and a half for it to be good. I think maybe this film it could have helped. I think there's some stuff they could have cut out. I think what was really missing is it got caught in between being a rom com and a drama, and I think it needed either more humor or more drama to make right. it a better movie. 
it You're just right. kind of got stuck somewhere in the middle where it was some of it was funny sure some maybe of it was having dramatic. an identity crisis it didn't know which one it wanted to be <laughs> something like that yeah i think they needed to add more of one or the other it's not they don't necessarily have to take out uh comedy to make it a to make it a drama or take out drama to make it a comedy they just needed one they just needed more of one or the other sure to make it better so. tighten it up and make the jokes funnier or if you're going to have this 2 hour runtime actually flush out these characters a little bit more with like actual personal things instead of just whatever. Uh, why do we have a four minute rip off of another movie in the middle of this movie? Song along. It's a straight up rip off from pitch perfect doing the same exact thing. They could have even been more funny with that too. Sure. Right. And even pitch perfect. Like having perfect, like Will Ferrell. That shit. Like I was, I was actually kind of frustrated. There was one of the, like the little misses. I think it would have been absolutely fantastic. Not for Will Ferrell to do something comedically with physically, or sucking, or missing the pitch, or getting the wrong words, or singing too close to somebody. I would, like, they could have done a lot. I felt like there was just missed opportunities. As a movie as a whole, I found myself picking up my phone from time to time. But anytime, you know, they were going on stage or getting that area, it always, it held me. But it was like the, what is that damn thing? The In Star Wars Episode Eight. When they went on to like the the Vegas place, sure, the, yeah, casino the casino scene, that it seemed Canto like they bite. could have used. If it was going to be two hours, I felt like they could have used those scenes a little differently. But they really did well with conveying the awkwardness and the growth that was happening between the two. Like that scene was there to display the separation, but it might have had different ways they could have expressed that because they were already alluding to that even on stage. When I don't want to wear this outfit, I want my original song back. Oh, this is. I don't want the dopest dope uh, right yeah yeah from k-pop like they were already alluding to a lot of things and i think you might have hit the nail on the head when you said will ferrell wants to make people uncomfortable it's overt overtness mm-hmm. sure and i think in a lot of contexts when he's ron burgundy that can work but i think when you're he's supposed to be uh our protagonist for the most part and his he's arc- the protagonist him and her are our protagonists. Oh right? my god! I would. I, I see. This is where the confusion. I felt like this was almost like the Wreck It Ralph thing, where I always yeah. looked at Wreck It Ralph as still the protagonist, but he's also the main villain in it. Because even the guy who sung the Tiger song, he wasn't really the villain because he actually was a great catalyst for their development as people. He was no, and he turned arguably, out to be happy for them at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, I he's think uh, still Will even when he character. was breaking up the people. He was doing what was best for her. I think Will Ferrell's mm-hmm. character was on the verge of being the villain because, you know, he ditched her, went out to the sea, and his father brought him back from that by saying, hey, look, you fought for what you wanted, now you have to fight for her. Or, Will yeah, Ferrell was, was the villain was his even when he was changing the song when he his. was making... Wait, no, he was still the villain when he was changing the song, not explaining things to her, not being open, changing her outfits, right. changing who they it's were. Like he was already the, the villain movie. the moment when he got there. Yeah. I'm yeah, it's, but I he turns out to be the hero because he goes and kind of saves everything. The, yeah, agreed. So, yeah, well, he saves it by letting her be her. Yeah, stop it trying was to never stop about trying to like them. keep her closed or whatever. And you know, I guess the main hero. Of this oh my god, is this is Wreck It Ralph, isn't it? This really is Wreck It. Well, Ralph. these are themes older than Wreck It Ralph. I mean, it's just he's a example. self-sabotaging thing, which I guess I don't know why. Like 
this song is being played over and over again, and everyone's just like, boo, 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 this song sucks. It's as good as any of the other songs played in this movie. It's better, better than, than Dan Jaga Stevens' stupid song. Lion of Love? What the hell is the name of that song? Yeah, Lion of Love. Oh, my gosh. People don't like this that last song. Her No, I'm talking about hometown? their song. Because they get Double Trouble stage. or whatever it was. Oh, thank you. And then I want to hear their because song. Every, yeah, when they're in the bar, they're like, we want to hear a song for Eurovision? They're like, no! And then when every time they're going on stage, everyone's like, oh, they're Iceland. They suck. Dan Stevens even goes, you are not even likely to get one vote. So, I mean, it's they're constantly trashing this song. There's nothing wrong with the song compared to everyone else. It's the fact that they're dopes and they keep messing up. Like with the hamster wheel, Iceland didn't even vote for them. That was so mean. I don't oh, think you can like, vote for your own you country. You can't vote for your you own can't, country. No, that was you part can't, of the rules. You, you can't, can't vote, vote for your own country. Oh god, guys, I'm not gonna lie to you. That actually makes me feel a little better. I was so. <laughs> How would that make you feel better? Then? The dudes up there going, "Yeah, we're very sorry for this. These people suck. Uh, we'll send. We'll send anybody next year." That's yeah, it said. was. It was bad. And then the, the confusion is right after that. He's like holding his hands and clasping that he's getting there. I think this movie actually could have been better if they removed that entire crew. After they voted for him and it shows how they get in by them picking the tape, if you removed all scenes with that group of people who were representing Iceland or were their board trustees, whatever they were, right. I think that could have helped this movie greatly. You could have either done character development, oh yeah, you could have left it out, or... You could have had even a funnier fucking scene to go back to these leprechauns because I freaking loved the leprechaun. You mean the elves? Elves. 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 Mm. Elves. Leprechauns are in Ireland, motherfucker. That's a fun little thing, right? For them to just throw that out there, this little elf thing. I was so pleased. It's fun. I mean, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that's still a widely held belief in in at least. In, in widely held belief, Angela, or wildly yeah. held truth. Well, there you go. <laughs> widely I held. I think this movie belief. proves it. It's a it's a documentary film. Hmm. Felt like it. I felt <laughs> like this is the closest to who Will Ferrell really was. I think he should just stay in this character and do more with him. And I think this this might be why he chose to do this movie. Is it? It might be an allegory for himself. <sighs> huh. In the same way that this is like how Adam Sandler is as well. You know what I mean? I never thought about okay. it. Why have you why have you never grown up? Mm. Why are you still why are you still the guy who is uh tickling Jimmy Fallon's knee in a hot tub trying to Kim laugh? Why are you still that guy 30 years later? 20 years later yeah, or whatever. Stop you know what I mean? The cowbell. So it's like it could be him like wish fulfillment to see that it paid off for him in the end. Huh. Yeah. I was looking I, at the, I, I, you go sorry oh no I was looking at the Eurovision uh, information Iceland's not even a country that performs in it that's funny so of course it's farce there um, but I'm sure it would have had some feedback from other countries if they actually picked the country because it would have sponsored that country as they were actually playing them I don't know how that would have worked. The one thing I, I really enjoyed about this movie, even though I like overall I don't think it's that great, Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell I think are really good together. Um, mm-hmm. He is a guy who does 
uh, endless improv. And in, in a time like this where you no longer need film, this is no longer an issue. They just sit there and hold a camera and go, okay, just, I guess, until the card runs out, just do whatever the fuck you want to do. And he can do that. And it's good. But I think what's probably surprising to a lot of people is she was game. And her ability to go along with him is a lot of fun. I don't know how much they like rehearsed or whatever, but I liked them together. They were good. I agree. I I found that very wildly surprising because oh yeah, <laughs> I I would not have matched them up in any kind of romantic sense in a bazillion in a million years. years. They don't even seem to be of the same like even remotely the same age group to me. Like, no, they're, they're twenty complete. years apart. What? Wow. Yeah, they're ten years apart, but okay, yeah, that's she, seventy-eight fifty-seven. What? That's twenty years. He's fifty-one, isn't he? No, no. He's oh fifty-one. Oh, sorry, sixty-seven. I thought it said born in fifty-seven. <sighs> he's born in sixty-seven. Oh, she's yeah. born in seventy-eight. So eleven years. Yeah, yeah. Nice so, but you know, she—the first time I ever saw them, or the first thing I ever really saw her in was Wedding Crashers. And he, you know, she was the young twenty-something. I, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't even think about her. Not the hot Rose. chick. No, no. The first thing that I saw her in and thought, "Who is that person? I need to know who that person is." Was Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Um, the notebook. <laughs> is it in Wedding I Crashers? Saw, I saw Wedding Crashers before. Well. She had but a notoriously yeah. bad time doing the notebook. Who did? Yeah. Rachel McAdams. Oh, she her, hated Ryan Gosling. Her and Gosling did not get along. It was a, it was a very You know Nathan Gosling Fillion. didn't get along with the person in the blue room or something. Blue Velvet or whatever that movie was. It sounds like she he might hated be a him cock. too. He well, he's kind of just a hard actor. People don't like um Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, he's not a He's not an asshole. Oh. Well Daniel Day Lewis is a uh, method, so he doesn't ever break character. Yeah. Well, he does. It's weird. Huh? What? He, Daniel D. Lewis will break character on set every once in a while just because he wants to. Uh, it's weird. Hmm. I would like to see that. He is. But yeah, um, she, yeah, she absolutely did not enjoy your time at at all. You know, what's weird is when the uh, early on in the movie, um, there were parts where like. He was doing his own thing. She was doing her own thing. I mean, obviously, they lead, lead separate lives, but I thought they were doing it on purpose because maybe uh, Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams don't have that great a chemistry, and they just didn't want as much screen time on together as they really need to do. But then later in the film, I'm like, oh yeah, these guys are actually these guys have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I would like to see another movie with the two of them. It was cute for sure. I yeah. Like, and I don't know what Will Ferrell's aversion to do, doing an earnest movie is. Like, he he's well, not a bad actor. No. According to IMDb, Will Ferrell's interest into the song contest began because his Swedish wife took him to one of the competitions. So then he traveled to Denmark and actually got to go behind the scenes and got interested in it as he wrote the film. This is what oh IMDb says. Yeah, he wrote it with somebody else, though. Some yeah, steel dude. In 2018, he went to Portugal, and they gave him access to help him write the film. Huh. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, so at least he did some background into it. 
Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah, for sure. And I'm wondering if he approached Rachel McAdams to play. Well, you know, her. I don't, I don't know exactly how that all came. About. How that came about, but it's also- hard to say. Usually, that's just a casting person's thing, but it could be could be uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah, I don't know if maybe it's his production company that makes the movie, so he might be like, you know what. Um, Rachel McAdams might be nice for this, or they put out like a feeler and go, well, "Who wants to be in this?" Gotcha. Rachel McAdams is like, I know I was this sh- sort of thing. I was super shocked that Pierce Brosnan was in this. Not that I. Oh my god! Yeah. Not that I, I don't so ex- like expect him to play that kind of role. It's just that I didn't expect him to play that kind of role, like the that's that role that he played. It's kind of like when Lonely but- Island did a music video with um, what's his name. Michael Bolton. Yes. Michael Bolton, yeah. Um, we're like, what well, the? Pierce Brosnan was also in, you know, like World's End and stuff. He is. Yeah. And he plays he's... a serious character. It's not like he's playing a, a doofus. Like Will you know, Ferrell. that was actually a good scene, too, thinking of that, the serious character. That was a really interesting, at least, development to me, because I thought it was going to be getting really comical, like when Derek Zoolander goes into the, the mines. Pop, I think I got the black lung. <laughs> I'm a mermaid. Like, I thought that was going to happen, but what does he do? He actually confronts his father for how he feels. And I was like, holy shit, did not expect him to actually go, I try, I'm tired of this. I just want you to respect me. I'm like, holy crapola. I didn't right. expect Lars to do that. Mm. Like, that was actually a well, surprise to me. That was something I did an not see coming. You. Yeah. Which is wonderful. And I, I like that. I also like the Rachel f- McAdams didn't arc too much, did she? Well, yeah, she becomes her oh, own yeah, person. She, she literally watches uh, a flower on stage singing uh, a song, buddy. You're right. She rips her yeah, dress apart. She you're does. Right. She hits her spiorg note. Yeah, whatever the hell uh-huh. it's called. <laughs> the elves blessed her, and she sings in Icelandic. Yep. Well, someone about does. whales. Yeah, um, what's that word again? Which one? Spiorg note. Spearmint gum. Uh, oh, let me consult my notes. I, I I don't think I wrote it down. There's a lot of dick jokes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, BDE Honda P is something I'm going to take into. Isn't it just BP? He says BDE Hondo P. Oh. The Korean dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something like. Big penis. BD is big dick energy. Oh, big dick. What? And then he says Hondo P. I can't P. say him. It's and embarrassing. I think I'm going to use Big penis that. energy. Yeah. Big Large dick energy. Large phallic energy. The statues were even uncomfortable with their well, giant... They're all oh. statues of himself with giant dongs hanging from them. Right. They, they like weren't me. hanging. Those boys were... Those were defying gravity. Those had a banana No wonder shape. why they most of the rock weenies hard. were cut off on the real ones. They weren't cut off. They were. They were. People touched them. No, back in those days, they it was considered bad to have a big dick. Mm-hmm. So they drew. They carved them tinier. Oh, yep. I th- thank the sweet Lord. Were, oh, if I you guess. had a, if you had a big one, you were stupid. <gasps> Whoa! I also really appreciated the s- surprising moments in this movie. I did not expect the ship to blow up. That part of the movie, you knew something was going to happen. Well, of course, when they randomly pick their cassette or CD or whatever it was. Yes, but I didn't expect the ship to blow up or the elves. I didn't expect any of that. That was cute. 
I enjoyed that part of the movie. Wait, so, what do you expect? They're getting all the booze. I wasn't expecting drunk. ghost Demi Lovato. Yeah, I didn't and I wasn't expect expecting Will Ferrell to not tell her about it. And then he still didn't believe in elves, but he sees a ghost. You know, they could have gone yeah. so He sees the ghost and he's that. just like, oh, it's a ghost. I, yeah. I, I, I wish they like, went I already further. know. Well, no, the first time he ran away from the ghost, he was very upset about the ghost at first. Sure. And he didn't get the ghost message because. Well, then when she tells him, he's her. like, "What have you been doing with all of your ghost powers? You haven't been, <laughs> you know." And that you're the worst ghost ever. Like there, it's like moments like that. I think are just too much of a lark. Like Aaron a- was saying, like make take that out and put more character development in and make it more dramatic with some funny stuff in it. Or was that Matt? Yeah. No, no, I, I do I erase that ghost because if you were going to use that ghost, you had to use that way more often. Just popping in and Maybe tearing Demi while Lovato he's taking the shit. Was like, hey, I want to do a little more in this movie, or they wanted to use her more or something. It oh, would have been good. It just, it was it. That movie could have been more drama with the same comedy, and it would have worked. And it could have been more over the edge, and it could have worked. They, I just. Like I said, they needed one, one, yeah, it was more, who was one or the it, other. It, it's not enough of either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of those movies that, like, I'm glad I watched it. It was a fun little romp. I don't know that I'll ever watch it again. There's a lot of good trivia about it. They even, in the movie, feature past Eurovision contestants is that who all these other singers are yeah that you kind of meet in the song along and that's why that is such an important role in this movie okay which now kind of feels like it should have a purpose they're trying to accent the fact that they've won they have someone from sweden Moldova, france sweden again france norway they have them all listed don't ask i I just don't understand how that last song got me that emotional watching like i'm like 30 seconds into it my eyes are water i can't i see like what the hell is going on right now why you're do just, i feel you're this literally way? watching the culmination of this entire movie you're watching someone's arc be like the exclamation i didn't feel that out. way in many movies like the last movie that probably got me truly watery either be up and then before that uh about time like it, i don't with get rachel hit McAdams, that maybe you got a rachel mcadams thing Ooh. The, that was just the odd thing to me though like how hard that song hit like it just it was no just hey, Ron, i didn't like this movie note. and i thought the song was stupid and i was still tearing up okay Maybe. that's Maybe. what i was looking for i needed some help here it was I'm, like, performing a function here. and the, you know i guess i'm not dead inside <laughs> And if the song was just... I don't I didn't think the song was actually that bad. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but like the lyrics kind of make sense. They're just sung from an Icelandic person's perspective, which And beautiful. We don't, we don't really don't look outside and see a giant iceberg or anything like that. You know? Sure, but I mean it's just as dopey as all the other songs. I'm sure, yeah. If it was performed in a bar with no like flashy lights and costumes and you know, spotlights, I'm sure that made a difference for this song. Because the feeling that you got as she crescendoed into the chorus, just it gave you that, like, hair standing up feeling of emotion. Yeah, it was sung very well. Yes, for sure. I actually feel a lot less crazy now hearing that. That makes me a lot happier. Yeah, I mean, it 
it this movie performs its function. It takes these characters from point A to point B, eventually, um, and uh, they give you the little dot on the end of your sentence. Some other crazy things in this movie that you think maybe Will Farrow put in, it wasn't him. For instance, when Lars is running on the hamster wheel, you think that's you know the humor behind Will Farrow. That's not. That's an actual act that pays homage to a Ukrainian entry that actually did that. Oh my god. Yeah. What? Yep, the Hanser Wheel was featured as an interval act in 2016 when it was hosted in Stockholm, Sweden from an entry of Love Love Peace Peace with prop did the, did the wheel actually like break up and go into the audience? Like? I I doubt that. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure that's an ad-lib of him for sure. But yeah, it's really you think it's his funny take on it but it's not i wonder uh with all the kind of nods to eurovision and all this uh european kind of splendor they have in the film how well it did overseas Fine. or how it's, it's not really released in theaters is it i guess how many european people watched it I imagine Ooh. if they if they're dropping it on European Netflixes, I, I bet you they're doing pretty well. It is Will Ferrell, after all. I Maybe. have a question from what Matt said then. And I wonder if it's taking the place because of COVID and your vision wasn't done this year in twenty twenty. Oh, that's interesting. This was kinda <laughs> taken place for it. Yeah. This is how they get their Eurovision fix by mm-hmm. watching a movie that both takes the piss out of it and pays homage to it. What did you say, Aaron? So uh, you just said something that kind of changed a lot of this movie for me is that I did view it kind of like Blades of Glory a bit, but Matt made a really good point, or you just stated something that made my mind go that way, is how would this movie have been reviewed if you paid to go see it at a movie theater? Mm. Yeah, I mean, that is... Because I think this movie would be... I don't think it would have gotten back a quarter of the money they had to put in. I think this would have... That might be how he went this way, is he didn't really care how people reacted because it was a Netflix movie. Adam Sandler had, what, a five or seven movie deal, and it's only been, like, half good. What would have happened if he released this, like, Step Brothers? This could have been terrible for them, but the fact that nobody had to pay for it, and you didn't, and you just kind of sat there and watched it at home, I think that's making it a little... Well, I think uh, it depends. I don't even think there's a lot of stuff that's being released right now right. as far as film goes. That's There's nothing. I mean, so... But if it, there was, though, if it was normal, well, like non-COVID. Even if you, I don't think it's if you have to pay for it. I think that there's just so lack of... There's such a lack of entertainment lately that this is better than what it should be, I guess. I, yeah, I, you know, good. I think if uh, you pay for it and there's a lot of other like good movies out there, then yeah, you're going to be upset probably right but if, i think if we didn't clear our release schedule for 2020 and you this is up versus the next marvel movie or whatever are they going to go see right. eurovision you know i, I think that's or a good if, question if eurovision's one of the only films in the theater worth mentioning are you going to be happy that you saw it? i think i'm happy you said that you paid for it i think you'll be all right you know <laughs> yeah i mean i technically paid for this movie right um i did it i'm, I'm glad i watched it but it like it didn't do enough to for me to like it's going to push me to watching it again 
like to that next no, level I won't of like viewership where like it becomes like I tried to explain this a to someone just, just this week between a movie you like and a movie you love movies you love you're gonna watch over and over again whether you, for whatever reason I'll watch awful movies over and over again give me some hard target any day like I'll watch for fucking no reason Jean-Claude Van Damme do gymnastic flips in a barn I don't know why he's doing them but it doesn't matter you know Wilford Brimley's in that movie shooting people with a crossbow I love that shit it's dumb, but it's a movie I love. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. This, this movie didn't cross that threshold for me. It was fun. I hope he can learn from this. I hope he can see what he could take and what was good and go forward with it. Like, stay with a team or do another with Rachel McAdams. Anything. Give me an earnest movie like About Time. Dom, Donald Gleason God, is a very funny dude. Uh, remember Crash Pad? He was hilarious in that movie. Mm-hmm. He is but, great in that movie. But it's a difference between a Will Ferrell comedy and then just a comedy. But that's the problem. Will Ferrell has this, like, thing about him. It's kind of like right. when an actor, Matthew McConaughey, gets into a role, they don't take themselves out of it enough to where they McConaughey have these... McConaughey does, but... Well, it took a while. Now, it took... Yeah, I was going to say that. Well, took, he was always that good. Years. He was just in those movies. But Joe mentioned this before that uh, Jim Carrey got stuck into this... Exactly. A lot, and it, and it drove him insane. He drove him insane. Nobody, yeah. nobody wanted him to do anything but comedy. But I think people are as, all accepting as, now. As big of an, yeah, as big of an actor as he was, I mean, he couldn't pay to be in a drama film. The problem was, and I think the problem that Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler are seeing is they don't, they, they, they're not going to do a comedy that's outside their brand of comedy. They're not going to be Donald Gleason in a funny mm-hmm. movie and then go also do a dramatic thing. Donald Gleason. Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Hux. Uh, he was in About Time. Red hair. You know, you just mentioned that movie. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I'm Peter sorry. Rabbit. Like About Time is like one of my favorite movies. I just. Mm. Yeah, and thank I mean, you. like, you should really watch Crash Pad. Then you're gonna love it. Um, and it's, I lost my train of thought, but like these, the sense that these people are just like kind of like in the, is he shoehorning himself into the here? Is mm. it something he can't do? I mean, he's in Downhill. Which is a remake of a, a Swedish movie, Force Majeure, or French, I don't know. Um, and he is more earnest in that, but he's still doing Will Ferrelly type things in it. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not a Will Ferrell movie. But I also think that this movie, he has a little bit of drama character to him. He's not too over the top, like he is an anchorman. What's he- the saddest part about all of this? Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, they're all amazing actors. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Adam Sandler is now getting the opportunity right. to, or at least taking the opportunity to do more things. I mean, I I still haven't seen Uncut Gems yet, but <sighs> I hear it's not even remotely a comedy. You know, like no. what are you, the God, you gotta the, watch this movie for me. It's so good. The Meyerowitz story, or whatever it was. He, but he's being Adam Sandler in that movie. He is. He is. But it's. It's not. It's not. It's it's a, a more earnest version. He's not being goofy, right? It's not Billy Madison, no. Adam Sandler for sure. Um, and Jim Carrey, he also did a bunch of dramatic things, but America rejected it outright. Didn't want anything to do with it, and, and it took no. him a while to get those roles. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah he's done he's done foreign movies 90s. like UK movies where he <laughs> plays like a serial killer and stuff, but nobody's yeah. seen him over here because they don't want to see I him mean, try to do that. Right. I mean, even number twenty three. Like I liked that God, movie. That okay. movie was fantastic. I, People are. So I, I thought he I thought did a really good job good. in it. I think yeah, Truman the Show. Was good. Truman Show is a transcendent piece of film. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And he is terrific in it. Such a good movie. Maybe this. You know, is there's just... shit I just noticed just the other day because someone pointed it out to mm-hmm. me. He has to take a shitload of vitamin D in that movie because he didn't, he's never seen the sun. Who? Yeah. Truman. Like, if you watch him eat his breakfast, he's got these giant bottles of vitamin D. Yeah. Hmm. I never noticed that watching the movie. <sighs> now I have to watch it. It's just a really well made movie. I just hope this is a springboard for him, and he like, continues and maybe will be introduced later in his elderly life of some really good movies. Or refine what you're good at. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think he's just kind of playing with his own life. Like, he has a Swedish wife, and it seems like he's playing with a lot of these roles that are close to home for him. Like, he played this downhill skier. Well, he's a, a guy. But again, that's another story that's pretty close to him as I was reading on IMDb. He likes skiing. He, yeah. yeah, his wife was into it, and so he read about it. So it seems like he's putting himself into these roles that have some meaning to himself. He's not just randomly picking things like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I'll do that. He and does everything. And you would not <laughs> believe the actual research he does to do these roles where you're like, what the fuck were you doing? He, like, researches that shit. Nicholas Cage? Yes. If you go to, like, I think oh, it's yeah. Vanity Fair or one of the, you know, go through your career. You know those you know those YouTube videos? Yeah. He, he talks for, like, 40 minutes. It's amazing. <laughs> it's one of the best ones yeah. I've ever seen. Because he's got I motivations. Mean, he's, like, he's like, oh, yeah. this is just, like, a, a film from 1926. This is where I pulled my motivation from. He, he has motivation for all that shit. Wow. Yeah, like him or hate him, he makes choices. And well, he, he commits. Yeah. He's just a, choices. He just might be slightly insane. He's an Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> so Have like, you seen okay. Mandy yet with no. Nick Cage? Yeah, no, yeah, it's 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 a rough sit, but he is very good in it. Yes, so yes. Like, I the can't, thought I, I lost will, earlier I before I forget it again. Hold on, Aaron. The thought I lost earlier. Okay, we all go to a Will Ferrell movie to see a Will Ferrell movie, and what I think. What needs to happen with Will Ferrell and maybe even Adam Sandler is to refine that down to like something that is more like it shows growth in their comedy or something. And I think that's like the issue uh, that I have with Paul Feig. Paul Feig makes Paul Feig movies. Is and this Feige? Paul Feig, Feig, Bridesmaids, Spy. Okay. And then the Ghostbusters remake. Thank you, because I don't know if our listeners. So like, me. I didn't like Bridesmaids. But I liked Spy. Oh, I, I thought it was okay. I thought I Spy was really good. But then I think Ghostbusters <laughs> is really bad because it's if you're going to take hit a movie and do it like your style, I think it, the the material has to fit your style. You, you know, know what's weird is... I never is, bothered to watch Ghostbusters, the remake of Ghostbusters. It, it, I never Chris bothered Hemsworth's to really it. good in it. Yeah, that's not, that's not enough of a reason for me to sit, to lose an hour and a half of my life. I think that's it's just, like more like 220. It's really long. It's one of those yeah, movies you turn on when you're sick, and you just watch the good parts and sleep through the rest. Oh my god, Shannon, you are... 
I'm what? <laughs> a dream boat. Put it. Uh, put the movie on when you're sick. Oh, that is Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters remake. God, so, you're a freaking genius. No, I could weird. almost watch Ghostbusters one and two in that time frame. Exactly. <laughs> Matt, you were saying. You know what's weird is like uh, I think Joe's right. They, I think Will Ferrell sh- need well, he should kind of refine his comedy and maybe grow from it. It, he it's not that he doesn't play vastly different characters in films it's just that he uses the same comedy for those characters and i right. think he'd be he'd be better off with playing a character that he doesn't have to be this goofy big ass oaf all the time Unless can, that's just how, what he really like, likes to do. i mean if that's what he wants to do then yeah go for it he's successful i'm just saying like but a guy <laughs> who is as intelligent as him yeah and who is so good at his craft because you can't deny that he is good at what he does for the most part, but how are you oh, going to no. go ahead and make a movie like Anchorman and not refine it further to make it uh, like better for Anchorman 2? Instead, you sort of did the same exact thing. You showed no growth in your comedy writing. You showed mm-hmm. no growth. You just thought, thought, well, we caught lightning in a bottle the first time. Let's just try to catch it again, and you fail miserably. Um... I don't know how the same person does both those things, kind of like Zoolander too. Is that wait Zoolander? Was that a thing? Yeah, it's a real yeah. thing. It bombed so hard at the box office, made like twelve bucks. I've never even seen the first one. But I like, enjoyed it. You don't. There's no growth, and I mean that that Zoolander might be a good example of someone who's been able to go do stuff outside of his own comedy thing. Is Ben Stiller? Ben Stiller. Yeah. He made one of the most uncomfortable movies of all time that people still, you know, especially today, want to talk about in Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That movie was great. I don't care what anybody says, and I don't want to hear any nonsense about not it. It's fantastic. You can't cancel it you because they're making it, fun of blackface in it. Right. Oh. If you don't like it, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You don't cut, you're not canceling my Tropic Thunder. So the let's only get... time I've ever enjoyed Tom Cruise in a movie. Oh, really? I didn't even Probably. know it was him until. All right, I'll take out. one last digression. Oh, right. Hold on, was... you didn't. You didn't like. Uh... Oh, not Jack eyes wide shut. No, no. What's the movie with him and Penelope Cruz? Penelope, Vanilla Sky, his oh. worst movie. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Of course you do. So of course you do. Love Perfume all over it. You love that movie. Of course you do. You guys, seriously, hold on. You really don't like this movie? No one does, Aaron. It's horrible. (laughs) You're fucking. We are not watching it. Hold on, Aaron. Hold on. Everyone hates that movie. That you don't like Vanilla Sky. You don't like The Postman. With 100% hate it. What about Waterworld? I didn't think it was too bad. That's Kevin Costner. Why are we talking about Kevin Costner? I'm just putting out movies that are just amazing. So how's Vanilla Sky getting rocked out this hard? How are they in the same category? Now, Vanilla, let's see. The critical consensus is Vanilla Sky collapses into an incoherent jumble, and I think that's the problem with that movie. <laughs> now, I, I want to take one last digression about Tom Cruise. Um, I was watching a video today about a Japanese katana master who was oh. ranking sword fighting scenes in movies. Off topic. And he actually said the Last Samurai was is off- is one of the best, and Tom Cruise is amazing in it. I never watched the Last Samurai. Give it a watch. I, I like that film. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like Oh, it's so good. He, sure. uh, I think Tom Cruise is, is another dude who is actually a good actor, but has to kind of just do the same shit over and over again. 
Oh, don't get me wrong. I when I say I don't like Tom Cruise, I don't mean he's a bad actor. I just don't like him. I don't like oh. I don't like watching him on screen. I don't like the choices he makes. I don't I don't like him. Not to say that it's not good. I just don't like it. Same, yeah, I don't, same I with don't Tom think Hanks. Tom I don't, Cruise likes Tom Cruise. I don't, I don't particularly like Tom Hanks a lot either. A lot of actors actually don't watch their own work. It's weird. Tom Cruise like, makes all kinds of claims, like he watches a movie a day and shit. I don't know about that. Doing all his well, Scientology allows him to do that. Tom, if anybody's watching Tom Cruise movies, believe me, it's Tom Cruise. I, I'm, I think I have no so idea. He's probably watching. Some, oh, he's probably watching Battlefield Earth on repeat. Don't you guys? Don't you be fucking with that gem? That's an American gem, dude. It's a Scientology propaganda piece. You need to stop, dude. That movie. I. You tell me right now. Hey, Aaron, I got you Battlefield Earth on DVD. I'll be like, all right, I gotta go watch this movie right now. Hey, Aaron, so I've fun. thrown away that movie on DVD. <laughs> What are you talking about? How is Scientology in there? They're digging for gold. It's written got, by L. Ron Hubbard. They got. Are you serious? Yes. Dude, this is famously one of the worst movies ever made. Dear like, fucking famously. crazy. Hold on, though. Because in, in the Star Wars movie, Star Wars uh, Rebel, what is it called? Help me out here. Rebel 1? Rogue, Rogue. One. Rogue. Rogue 1. Dude. Forrest Whitaker looks like he is the exact same character from Battlefield Earth, wearing his big ass suit, moseying around. But Battlefield Earth is awesome. You guys are fun. Dude, he's got a three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You are crazy. Oh, you guys are fucking Here we go. Critic, you critics consensus: ugly, campy, poorly acted. Battlefield Earth is a stunningly misguided, aggressively bad sci-fi. You are just aggressively bad. It is. It it hurt my eyes. I I never even finished it. The just back to Eurovision. Sorry, we took a so Eurovision on Netflix. Let's all give our our final thoughts. Oh, I wanted to say one more thing. Okay. There, I don't know if this has to be a Europe thing. Maybe I just don't know because I'm not a Europe person. But there was a lot of people that I wasn't quite sure were male or female. Um, and the song along, like there was Jesus. this like beautiful hair, and then you turn around, and this person has a beard, and I was like, "Is that a?" That was very name? purposeful. That was very. But this purposeful. is an actual winner. Her name is Conchita Wust. Uh, she won the Eurovision contest. It's a she with a beard, but there's another person in a suit. Does that mean tranny? No, know. it's just a woman with transvestite. a beard. I'm yeah, sorry, she LGBT literally is here. a woman with a beard. It's it's an in thing where she's a good at lady. Austria. How can you? How does she have a beard? What? She also women has can hair have beards, Aaron, and legs. It's You're not like an impossible. Right she does not shave. Well, they didn't they used to be at circuses or something? The, sure. The hairy woman or something? What? Yeah, <laughs> that of course gave rise to the legend that there are thing. no female dwarves. Europe. Women You're telling me shave. there's gay people in Russia, right? You're telling me there could be a gay person in Russia too. There definitely are gay people in Russia. Come on, Putin isn't Putin it in somebody's butt. Get out of here. But there was also a person, and I can't find this person anywhere on IMDb or in the credits. That it was shorter. They were in like a off-white suit, and I was like, "Is that a girl or is that a guy?" I couldn't tell, but I can't figure that out. Okay. Do do you guys remember in the song? 
But it no. seems a lot of people in Europe, women, men, it doesn't matter whether you're male or female or if you have a beard or hairy pits or your legs or whatever. It's I Europe, dig baby. it. You can see tits on the I news in it. Europe. Wait, you dig hairy yeah. armpits or you dig what they're doing? I dig what they're doing. I, okay. I, I honestly think that a lot of the... I, I'm not going to get into it. Never mind. Uh-huh. The yeah, yeah. I'm Good decision. Let's have hairy armpits together. All right. I bet mine will get. Well, I'm already in. That sounds great. (laughs) I have to do nothing. (laughs) Nice. Should we swap? I'll shave mine and you can let yours grow out. You know, I shaved my armpits once. That was the worst mistake I've ever made. Of course you did. That was just like the Seinfeld episode. It's so itchy. We were so peeling terrible. the weirdest, weirdest onion of all time, Aaron, and I enjoy it every week. But the beard, thing. no, thank you. <laughs> oh, guys. So, okay, so final thoughts. It. Eurovision. What do you give me? Your final thoughts and your rating, Angela. Oh, um, I actually liked this movie quite a bit. I thought it was a lot of fun to watch. I, I liked the character. Or I liked the chemistry between Rachel McAd- McAdams and Will Ferrell. It, you know, as I said earlier, I didn't really expect them to work well, especially in a romantic way, because I don't consider them even remotely the same age. Even though they, you know, they're not that much far apart. They're, they're not very far apart, but... Oh, no, especially by I don't Hollywood know. standards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my husband and I are ten years apart, so it's there you go. Not even a, not even a thing for me, but um, I I really liked it, and I'm gonna rate it a six. Six. Six, because I recognize that I like it more than it actually was. Then rate it how much you like a it. Good movie. Well, if I wanted to rate it how much I like it, well, I like it. Uh, I like it probably an eight worth, but well, there I, you go. I no, I with your guns. Recognize. I recognize it's only a six move. Come know, on, Secret. Don't let Will Ferrell push you around anymore. You tell us what your real rating is. My real rating is a six. Oh. Oh. It's like, it's like, what would you rate Hard Target? You wouldn't rate it a ten, Fucking even nine. though you love it. Yes, I would. It is not a nine movie, though. Well, I would rate it that. It's a zero movie. It's, <laughs> it's your like opinion. negative 12. But I, I would rate it a nine. I, I'll watch that right now. You fucking dare me to watch Hard Target right now. I'll do it. Good night. I'm I double dog dare you. Okay. Done. That, there's one dude in Hard Target who goes, You tell that girl of yours to point her titties north and step on the gas. Oh, I'll watch it just for that part. What the fuck? Fuck! Did you just say it's so stupid? Okay. Uh, Matt. Yes. What do you rate it, buddy? What's what's your final thoughts in your rating? Well, like I said, I think it uh, uh, it either needed more comedy or it needed more drama, and it didn't have to necessarily take away from one to get the other. Um, I think, like AA Ron was saying, there are parts that you could cut out, but. It's not necessarily not as great a movie because it's longer. I just think there's parts, maybe a few parts that were unnecessary. Even if you just add character development or comedy or drama instead of what they had. I like. I think the part where they had the Icelandic, whatever it was, the decision team, like right. they were completely unnecessary other than like 
they kind of gave a side background thing for the guy who was corrupt and blew up the ship. Right. And then they, then they drew the guy they drew the uh tape out of the box or whatever. That was the only roles that they played and it was none necessary. They showed them quite a bit. Um that being said, I liked the music. Um I don't think it was as bad as Joe is saying. I think, you know, a lot of songs have dumb lyrics and they're fine. Um I think Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell had good chemistry together, which like Angela was saying is kind of surprising. I was kind of leery at the beginning because I didn't think they had good chemistry, but obviously they showed differently. Um Yeah, I give it a six point six seven. <laughs> 6.67. Alright, alright, alright. Who's next? I don't know. You could decide. Hey, Aaron? I am so happy Matt went first because I am in complete agreement with what he has stated. Um, the thing that still just mind boggles me of is how hard that song hit me. Just, I think uh, you guys, we, we already beat that we, that's a broken record. It is understandable how, how fun it was and likely hearing it outside of the been pointless. But for the sake of that song and the ending happening, it is totally worth a watch. Understand you're going into a Zoolander-type movie and just allow yourself to be humored by a man screaming at them for Zha Zha Ding Dong. Okay. Zha Zha Ding Dong! Yeah, the Volvo penis joke was beautiful. Um, so there's, there's, there is some gems. There is some gems. The, the diamonds, they're a bit tough. It's all going to be, you know, your own, your own choice, but that ending song, how many times I listened today and how happy I, and that I give it a 6.5 because it is totally watchable, but I likely in my life will never rewatch this movie. All right. And if you asked me today to watch Anchorman, I'd say sure. Sure. Hmm. I love Lamp. Okay, go ahead, Shannon. So I've been reading the reviews on IMDb, and I was very surprised because I enjoyed this movie. And because of everything we've talked about, I've been kind of rolling around thinking, was it really good? Was it bad? But as I read a lot of the reviews from people over in Europe... They absolutely love this movie. They feel like it perfectly surrounded their Eurovision contest. And they did a perfect job because of the humor, the love, the drama is all kind of wrapped up into the contest itself. And when they watch it on TV every year, they see ridiculous costumes right. and singers. So it is a spectacle. It is. And so they, they're they giving it like 10 out of 10. They love it. They're like, it was so stupid. It was good because it was funny and I'm familiar with it. And it feels like home. And I, you know, and it says most Americans probably hate this. They have no idea what Eurovision is. And they don't find any of these elements to be funny or moving. And I kind of disagree like i enjoyed the movie i would probably watch it again as much as i don't like the humor but it was it was cute to me you i know liked what the cute elements you know what i'm wondering is is like 
though how would this change if we were european like how would we like it if we were fans of eurovision well i think not necessarily even like how uh, would we like fans of eurovision eurovision is not part of our culture right Right, right, right. If it was just part of our culture and, you know, something you see every year and it's a, like a big deal and we did understand the spectacle and maybe the, all the songs are like these songs are serviceable as like kids bop songs, you know, like just like a like a thing that's on the radio, but they're not good. You right. Know what I mean, it's kind of like we were talking last week about Alexander Hamilton. I bet people in Europe don't give a flying F about Alexander Hamilton Broadway musical because it doesn't mean to them what it means to us. It's not part of their culture. Yeah. So they're like, oh, yeah, whoop de doo It's just a musical where this means a lot to them. It's, it has some cultural reference to them. Yeah. I still think it's a Excellent great point. movie with some good humor and music. And I'm not really into that. And I would give it a 7.5. Um, throughout our conversation... Matt, you brought up some really good points, and I want to like revise my statement. Maybe this movie isn't too long. The time's misspent. They could have been much more efficient with their time. They could have been building story, making better jokes, whatever they were going to do. Um, they should have just done it better. Like It's just mismanagement of time. Probably too much improv, whatever. Um, the songs are what they are. I think that they're meant to be. I think that they're all done like that on purpose. Um, They're all based on something. Like, I think it's, I think that's the joke. Like, it's all part of the comedy of the movie, uh, which I, I did enjoy. Like, they're all, they're farcical to the extent, like, the Viking dude was my favorite. <laughs> the dude who was, like, in the bar or whatever at first, and he's singing all high-pitched. Mm-hmm. Like, that dude made me laugh. You know what I mean? Right. Um the movie is what it is. Uh, watch it. I think everybody probably should watch it. If you're a fan of comedy, if you like Will Ferrell and you want to be surprised by Rachel McAdams, go ahead. Uh, definitely worth a watch. And you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a couple extra points because I don't want to get stabbed by no elf. (laughs) Was Rachel McAdams in true detective season two? Yes. Yes. Thank you. So I'll make sure that was the same person. No, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. Um, I'll probably never watch it again. Not really. I might. I might listen to Yaya yeah, yeah, Ding Dong a couple more times because who doesn't love a song about a cock? I'm so gonna download this music and listen to it. <laughs> You'll hear me singing. Yeah, yeah. You. Ding dong. Ding dong. I'm gonna swallow and shoot all over you. Whatever it says. It's weird. It's. <laughs> I mean, it's actually based off another popular song that was sung at the Eurovision contest. Yeah, it's I got not, Ding Dong. No, it's, it's from, not a, the actual it's from a drinking song in Holland. Because they wanted to create a drinking song that like everyone would know, so they made it up. They based it off some song from Holland. But either way, guys, um, yeah. I mean, if you got Netflix, what what the hell else are you doing? Sure, Watch Eurovision right? Song of Ice and Fire. No, <laughs> Eurovision Song Contest, the Fire Saga. What? The Eurovision yeah. Contest, the Fire Saga. Yeah, something like that. Long title. Just search Will Ferrell. You'll find it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, that's it for this week, guys. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you thought of Eurovision, whatever the title is. If you haven't seen it, see it. MovieDummies at gmail.com or go to anchor.fm slash moviedummies or you can even, like, click the little link in this podcast description and it will take you you there, I suppose. Um, So, yeah. Thanks, everybody. 
thanks, uh, Shannon, A.A. Ron, Matt, and Angela. This was a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. Why, thank you. Thank you, Joe. Wow. (laughs) Um, You're good or welcome. I'll never, A.A. Ron, we will never agree that (laughs) Battlefield Earth is watchable. Wow. Nor will we ever do it on this podcast because I will never agree to watch it. <laughs> oh, I so, love that movie. <laughs> maybe we'll watch Hard Target. No, we've already done that for this. Okay, guys, um, we will talk to you all next week when we talk some more recommendations. So have a good one. Stay safe. As always, I am Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. I'm Aaron. Aaron? Not a Aaron? He's nope. a... I did Aaron today. I was artist formerly known as. He's taking away his A. He was a bad boy. Head of the cheese bag. Bye. Bye. Head of the cheese bag. Bye. Later. Stay fresh.